And hello, everybody. Nice to see you again. It's Trish Parr with another episode of Be Real, Get Real from Women's Prosperity Network. And this is the show where we get to meet the people behind the business. Because, you know, we do business with business, but it's not really businesses we do business with. It's people. So when you get to learn who the people are behind the business and you get to know them, you get to like them. Of course, trusting comes behind that. And that's what this is all about. On Be Real, Get Real, we get real and we share who we are, what we're about, and really what is the reason behind what it is we do. So get yourself, uh, I, have, I have water today. So get your water, your coffee, your beverage, whatever, sit down, relax, and join us for the next 15 minutes as we get to know this amazing woman. And I'm so happy to share uh, this incredible person with you. And it's Catherine Yarborough, everybody. And Catherine is the creator of the Vibrant, Vibrant Entrepreneurs Circle. And Vibrant Entrepreneurs is what she's all about. She's a vibrant speaker coach. She shows you how to manifest clients as a mentor. She's an author, a speaker, and she's an event facilitator. And the great thing is that she works with clients who are super cool, on-purpose, heart-based, solopreneurs and small business owners who want to use speaking to attract clients, grow the business their heart longs for, and thrive. So it is my pleasure to introduce you to the fabulous Catherine Yarborough. Hi, Catherine. Hello, hello, Trish, and everyone who's watching. Yay, so happy to have you here with us today. And we were just, before we got started, we were having a conversation and she was telling me about her fabulous son, um, who, his, his, uh, who is, his name is Kendrick and he's 26 and she's amazing and he's an only child and we were getting off and all that stuff. So um, you're a, a fabulous mom to a great man, which is a wonderful thing and a wonderful way to start. It is really, it is really great to think of my son as a man and, you know, he does a couple things. He creates rap music, but he's not the famous rapper that you were talking about. <laughs> but he does have rap music out there, and he's putting it all out there on all the places, and he's making it regularly. He loves that stuff, and he waits tables at a restaurant in Columbia, Maryland. And I went up there in October. The manager came over to me and said, your son is the only one I trust with this special card. You should be so proud of him. He He's a great, wonderful young man. And, you know, when you hear stuff like that, it's like, yeah, I did something right. But, you know, we got to, I feel like, okay, waiting tables may not be the most prestigious job in the whole wide world, but my son's doing a good job at it and he's proud of it and he's getting to also follow his in the moment dream and who knows how long the rap music experience will be a dream for him. Oh, and he also goes to the gym regularly, Trish. This young man has a body to die for. 
Wow. You should see some of these videos of him. I'm trying to think of his handle on uh, Instagram. Let me, shall I see if I can find it so all the women can drool? You let me know should. if you want it and, and, I'll, and I'll let you know. <laughs> you should be a proud mama. You know, it's not unusual that somebody has a dream as an artist mm-hmm. and has to supplement by doing something like waiting tables because it gives them flexibility to do what he wants to do when he wants to do it. So kudos to him for living his dream. Mm-hmm. And yeah. look at you living your dream, making a big difference for entrepreneurs out there. I mean, like like son, like mother, right? There you you're, go. Doing, you're doing it. And you know, when you were talking about what you do and, and how you do it, you were talking about how you had a feeling when you were beginning that stopped you from being effective at marketing and creating you had this inner conflict about was it your worth your deservedness what was it that you were you had this inner conflict about when you first got started that made it challenging to run a business so i didn't have the feeling that i'm not wanted and it would show up in this way that I would just shrink inside of myself. And you know, and anybody who's watching who's an entrepreneur knows, we have to put ourselves out there. And to put myself out there in the while I was feeling not wanted, I felt like I wasn't wanted, I felt like my services weren't wanted. It, it is really challenging to put ourselves out there. It was for yeah. me out there when I felt that way. Yeah. What made you feel that way? Where did that come from? Was it because your childhood? Like we always joke in my family, Nancy was the fourth child. My sister, Nancy Matthews, many of you know her. She was the fourth and the last child. And my mother used to joke that she was a tumor. We thought you were a tumor. I didn't know how I was pregnant. Right. So imagine how that made her feel. Like now she can talk about it and laugh about it. But imagine how a little kid feels about it. But did it come from your childhood or where did this feeling of not being wanted come from? So there's a couple of things that I think are part of it. I First of all, no one ever said, we don't want you. No one ever joked about anything like that. So there was no verbal indicator that made me feel this way. But what I do know is that to this day, my mother is still alive and from for as far back as I remember, I never felt like she got me. I didn't Mm -hmm. feel understood. I didn't feel like I, unique Catherine, was wanted. There's the word. I didn't feel like I was wanted or understood. She always saw me and continues to, though she's better now, but she saw me and my sister as a reflection of her that we should be what she wanted the little girls the nice girls that were just like her and believe you me i am not just like my mother and i'm not just like my sister we're all unique yeah so i think that it caused this that was a piece of the feeling the other thing if i can go a little woo woo with this are you up for woo woo oh yeah i'm I'm always ready for woo woo Oh, okay. So uh, I did a lot of breath work as a, I went to classes where we did conscious, uh, really deep transformative breath work. And one of the pieces that we did was we went back to 
our childhood and further. We went back to before we came onto this planet. And, you know, who knows how real this is, but my experience in going into that non-ordinary state of consciousness using the breath and being guided back to before I decided to come on the planet, what happened was as I felt my consciousness come into my body, I went, ooh, I don't like it here. And in that moment, I think something was constructed where I didn't want it and I felt I did some sort of reverse thing where I also felt like it didn't want me. So I think that was another piece of what happened that affected me and created this belief that I wasn't wanted. Wow. Like, wow, that's a wow feeling that you went through. Yeah. So when you, as a, as an entrepreneur yourself, how did you, go forward how did you i mean i love what you do i'm assuming that your experience created your purpose of why you do what you do now hmm i don't i haven't thought of that piece as being part of why i do what i do now i'll sit with that uh what happened i learned early on when I started a private practice as a dance movement therapist and I was promoting that as well as workshops using movement and I would get this trigger experience where I would feel not wanted and I'd shut down for at the time days, weeks, oh. maybe even months, you know, I couldn't oh. like do anything. And I just, I, I, it, oh, it was, it was really bad. And I learned over time that some people wanted what I had to offer. So through, it was probably some book or something that some colleague said, but some cognitive work just around the languaging, because the feeling I'm not wanted is all inclusive. But the reality and the truth is that some people were signing up to work with me. Mm -hmm. Some people loved working with me to this day. I could say whenever, and let me tell you, I'm going to be really honest here. I was triggered yesterday. I couldn't believe it. There I was going, I'm going to get on this show tomorrow and I'm feeling like I'm not wanted. Oh, <laughs> wow. How did this happen? Because it, but the good news is it's gone. Uh, it doesn't stay like days, weeks, or longer like it did when I was first starting out. But, well, isn't that what it's all about, to identify those triggers and to learn how to deal with them because they may never be eliminated? It depends. And I mean, I'm open for it to be eliminated. And as an entrepreneur, we all know if we're triggered like that and we cannot put ourselves out there or if we do, it's affecting our vibration. So yeah. the sooner we can clean it up and come back, the sooner I can clean it up and come back to the place of uh, feeling like I love myself. I want me because that's an important piece of my journey, too, is learning to go. I don't, it doesn't matter what other people are experiencing. I want me. Then And then remember, some people, 
Some people love me. Some people want what I have to offer. Okay, I can go back out there and I can let people know so that those some people can find out about it and decide to take a next step with me. So I love what you're saying here because I don't think you're alone. I think that many of us live with that. I'm not good enough. Nobody wants me. You know, I'm not deserving. I'm not worthy. All of those things. And you know, we have to keep going despite, and, and even though you say it didn't, it may not have been the thing that made you go where you are today, but I, I do know that you working with people to be in their body, to use their body, like that's one of the things you're so brilliant at is because of the dance and that you get people to be with themselves, which supports them in being vibrantly who they are and authentic. Yeah. So tell everybody, you know, what's the vibrant entrepreneur circle? What do you do with people so that they can be that person who's out there as who they are? Tell us a little bit about it. Yeah. Well, I appreciate the invitation, but I also love how you made that connection for me because the experience of feeling not wanted, especially at conception, it was like a split. Like, I don't yeah. want to be I didn't even want to, I didn't want to be in my body for years. I experienced, I wish I were dead. Those kinds of things would come up. So, I mean, years, years, Trish. So I'm so glad that that practically never happens anymore. Yeah. So, uh, and part of coming here, coming into my body, my journey included getting a master of fine arts and dance. And then in, in my thirties, I went back to school, became a dance movement therapist And then I did this breath work in my 40s and started my own private practice. All of that has led me to this moment in time where I love working with women entrepreneurs and I'm integrating what I've experienced over the last few years as I've developed myself as a speaker. I put it together with what I know from the movement work that I did with myself and with clients and I'm now showing people, well, taking people through a process. I call it the speak with your body, taking them through this process of coming home to themselves in their bodies. Because when we're home in our bodies and present, when we're speaking, we can feel what I call the inner impulse to move. We can feel the inner urge to like take my hands up like that. It's just there. Yeah. And if we've, through this process, released any conditioning habits of speaking that were developed through childhood or corporate America or whatever, we can release those things. We can come back to home in our bodies and allow that expression to come through. And it's authentic. There's a way to learn how to use gestures or whatever that are put on us. This is not, this is about, it really comes from the core out. And, you know, I can teach people all day what to say, how to say it, how to be powerful in their communication. The one thing I can't do is what you do. People will ask me, how do I use my hands? Do I put them in my pockets? Should I walk across the stage or not? And honestly, for me, I'm so in my body, I don't even think about it. I'm just there. I'm present. And it's not easy for me to teach. So this is a real gift that you give people 
to be able to be a full expression of themselves. Mm -hmm. So can, where can they find out more about that? Manifestingclientsacademy.com, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You can go there and you can check out under the, you know, look under the tabs, but you can reach out and have a conversation with me after you check things out, if you want to take a next step with that. And I was going to say something. Oh, I know. I recently went to a TEDx day. I've never been to one before. And it was so fun to experience that with this, what I'm going to call a new coach, vibrant speaker coach act, because this is relatively new integration mm -hmm. with my work. And there was some people, maybe 50% who did what I call like the speaker shuffle, they would step two steps this way and two steps that way. Right. They, they had a circle, you know, they had about six feet, they could move on and they would do this thing. And I'd be like, well, they just aren't in their bodies. And I, yeah. you know, I'm like, Oh, <laughs> here, but the, re but the people who were, it was just so beautiful. It's so beautiful to see. And people like you who are present and have, a, who feel who are here at home when they're speaking, that's wonderful. And there's a difference between the people who are doing the speaker shuffle because they were told that that's how they have to move. And the people who are truly in their body, huge difference in the connection that they make with people. True. Because you can feel you can that feel they are with you, whereas the others are simply just repeating what they know how to do. Yeah. So you do some really cool things like on your first of all, I know you have a Facebook Live challenge where you make you do amazing stuff. So tell us a little bit about that. And I'll yeah. put up a link for that as well. Okay. Thank you so much, Trish. I'm very excited because a lot of my clients want to be able to use Facebook lives and they're either not doing them or they haven't done them well or they haven't come up with a plan of how to do them or something's holding them back. And a lot of people say things like, oh, but I don't want to do it because I don't have my makeup on or I've got to be perfect. Well, I created a fun Facebook Live challenge. It's going to start again on January 16th. It's 10 days. And during it, I share with you in really short Facebook Lives within the challenge, I share tips that will support you in getting on Facebook Lives and doing them. Because here's the thing. When you do Facebook Lives, short Facebook Lives, people will get to know, like, and trust you, just like what Trish was saying at the beginning of this interview. And during the Fun Facebook Live Challenge, you get to do, if you fully participate, 10 Facebook Lives in our secret group. So you don't have to be worried about being perfect, but it will get you, by doing them, it'll get you over that hump. And so you'll be able to go out into Facebook world and do your Facebook lives out there. It's great fun, really useful, and it's only $47. And it includes a client attracting Facebook live workshop. And if you do all five, I'm sorry, all 10, I'm seeing my hands holding five fingers, all 10 of the Facebook live videos, you get a prize. So check it out. Uh, Trish has the link down there, manifestingclientsacademy.com forward slash fun. So I love fun. Mm -hmm. I love fun. That's a great way to do it. Yeah. And, you know, there are many people I work with who are like, oh, I don't want to get on camera. I'll just post and make a picture. I'm like, that works. But what connects more is when you are there, when people see you. And it's not just Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn. You can do video, video anywhere. And we're really in an age where 
video is the thing. Like if you go on Zoom meetings and somebody doesn't have their video on, there's a missing, mm-hmm. right? There's a disconnect. Mm-hmm. So the same thing happens when you're just posting and people aren't getting to see the real you. So I urge all of you to play with Catherine. She's so much fun. You'll have a really great time. You can make all the mistakes that you're going to make, make them with Catherine. And then after that, you'll be amazing. Yes, yes, yes. You are the best. I appreciate you being here with us. And I appreciate everything you're doing with Vibrant Entrepreneurs Circle, with the fun, fun, fun way that you do the challenge. I invite you to go to Catherine's Facebook page too, which is your group. Oh my gosh. Yeah, vibrant entrepreneurs. It's a great group and very active. And you'll get to see me do some Facebook lives there as well. And there's a few different kinds of Facebook lives I do in that group. So join us and participate and show up. And yeah. Okay, so I'm trying to do this really fast so I can write vibrant entrepreneurs, but I bet I spelled entrepreneurs wrong. Did I? E-N-T-R-E-P-R-E-N-E. I'm so close. Yeah, you are. Yes. Yes. You are uh you are perfectly imperfect. I love it. Thank you. But yeah, definitely join the group. It's a fabulous group. You know, when I talk to my clients about getting seen and heard on Facebook, I tell them go to Catherine Yarborough's Vibrant Entrepreneurs Group on Facebook and see how much she has people who are talking to each other, entrepreneurs who are making connections with each other. And everything you do to support us in being the best that we can be in our bodies, in our heads, and getting us out into the world. So thank you, Catherine, for everything you do. I'm so glad we had this time together. If you were to give one suggestion, I'm going to put you on the spot, one suggestion to help me get into my body so that I can be more present when I'm speaking to people, whether that's to a group of people whether I'm making a proposal or whether it's just, you know, a small group, what, how, one thing that I might do to make me feel more connected to myself. So the one thing that probably everybody here has done before intentionally probably is conscious breathing. When you breathe and notice the movement of your belly, your chest, and your back, you will then find yourself in your body. You may notice that there is no movement. You may feel tension when you bring your awareness to your breath. There's no right, no wrong. So do it mindfully with the your, your observer present, noticing your experience without judgment, and it will bring it. It will either bring you to your core or start the process of moving you back home. Awesome. Just awareness while you're breathing. Wonderful. Thank you so much for being with us, Catherine. And thank all of you for being with us. I appreciate you being here. And I urge you to consider what is the thing that makes you, you? What is the thing that you are authentically you? And remember that everybody, everybody wants the authentic you to come out, not the person who's been taught to move this way or that, but to be yourself. And I urge you to be in touch with Catherine and be in the Vibrant Entrepreneurs Group on Facebook at the very least. 
join the fun at manifestingclientsacademy.com. And we will see you again in the next week with another episode of Be Real, Get Real. Thank you, Catherine. Thank you, everybody. Bye. See you next time. Bye-bye.